worried about water. For real. Let's get back to Gatos and Chad. Yeah, listen to this. Uh, Here is a clip that, you know, if you're still alive in 2060, it should scare you. Circle of Blue, which investigates water scarcity, warns a worst-case scenario for Arizona could make Phoenix one of the most uninhabitable places in the world by 2060. All right, so we did the math. I'll be dead. I'll be 87. I'll probably be dead. Chad, you'll be 90. Yeah, you'll be dead, too. No. Becky Lynn, you'll nice be dead. Try. You try to kill us all <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, uninhabitable by 2060. All right. If we do absolutely nothing, (laughs) don't try. We just allow everything to stay the way it is and think for just a quick second that maybe they've got some of these predictions wrong in the past. I was a kid growing up, and I remember the ice age that was coming. So it's all blown. But there is a place right here in Arizona their water has been cut off. Yes, that, okay. that, that is true. So we've been that talking about this all day. Rio Verde foothills, all right, near Scottsdale. They used to always get the water from Scottsdale. They're about, what do you think, seven, eight hundred? Seven, eight hundred. Was it like 2,300-ish people and residents or houses there? So but about only about seven or eight hundred okay. are, are in a position where they're not on a well. All right. And what's happening with the residents there? About five to seven days of water left. Yeah. They have five to seven days of water left. Okay. If only they knew about this before it happened. Well, they did. They did because they Scottsdale's been saying. The city of Scottsdale telling ABC News that for nearly a decade, they've warned Rio Verde Foothills residents about this possibility. Rhyme tells me right now he and his family have just two weeks of water left. All right. She's talking about Cody Rhyme. Uh, Rhyme, and we interviewed Cody Rhyme earlier today. He is a resident of Rio Verde Foothills. Yes. So take a listen. Literally, you said it in not even in a joking way. In this part of town, you may just have to set up a porta potty. Absolutely. Not trying to be. I, I, no. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking the solution that a lot of these people want are going to be based in courts and some other stuff. Right. I need a solution today and tomorrow that is going to get us through till we can get to that point. So Scottsdale cuts the water off. Yes. We talked to Cody. Cody lives in Rio Verde Foothills. And here's what he said uh, some of his neighbors are doing. I have neighbors collecting rainwater for use in their toilets. Uh, they pre-treat it with a little bit of uh, Clorox bleach and, and wash their dishes in it. Um, collecting rainwater for animals to drink. Wait, 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 wait. So they're collecting rainwater and that's what they're using. They're putting in their toilet. They're putting rainwater, in their sink. Yep. In, in uh, you know, igloo coolers um, uh, at the downspouts of their, their rain gutters on their house and then hauling it into the house when they're full and using them in their toilets. Um, it's unacceptable. This is not the America that my country or my my uh, family has sacrificed for. Um, it's not the America that I know, and it certainly is not the America that I want for my children. So I'm doing everything that I possibly can to reverse course on this action that was taken by one man, the mayor of Scottsdale, Mayor Ortega, a man who I reluctantly uh, now uh, voted for. But he could reverse course on this. He was brought to two alternative paths, uh, two solutions when he said we don't have water to sell to Rio Verde Foothills. Rio Verde Foothills came through. We secured sources. We supported those sources. Those sources were brought to the city. The city refused to entertain the offers that were brought to them by two separate entities. Um, And now here we are in this position. So if it was really about water, then, then we would have water right now okay. because Talk. we brought that to the table. 
Talking to Cody Rhyme, uh, Rio Verde Foothills residents. The water's been shut off there. I, I just want to be real clear. Like, when you turn the faucet on, no water's coming out at all? Or do you have a I week have or two? To, I have a week or two because of a generous gift from a friend. Um, and, and that generosity was passed on to multiple people in my in my area. So you say in, in about a week or two, the water, you will not have anything coming out of the faucet. In a week or two when that happens, what do you do? What exactly do you do? <laughs> I camp at the city of Scottsdale or in front of our state legislature if they're not doing anything about it. But but like I said, they are. It, the only roadblock is the city of Scottsdale because they hold the only nearest infrastructure to our area. We've thankfully been able to cut back by doing um, laundry at my parents' house Gosh. and uh, taking showers over there as much as we possibly can. So that's what but, you're going to um, do? Yeah. That, I mean, that's that's that might be what you have to do. That that's might be the sounds desperation like. sounds yeah. like, hey, kids. Uh, We're you know, going on the road. That's it. To, to get a shower. All right, Cody, do me a favor. Do us a favor. Call us, text us. I know you're in, tr- in touch with us. Let us know how it goes. You're fighting this thing. Let us know how the fight goes and make sure you know you, you stay in touch, okay? Thank you very much. Okay. I'll say this. This is not a uh, little area that is super unincorporated. It's got no, you know, electricity hasn't even pulled in some of these places. These huh. are million-dollar homes in certain areas, and most of the houses go anywhere between five and 700000 plus, plus, plus. And we're talking for two-bedroom, two-bath, not for a four-bedroom, four-bath. These are expensive homes, and it's it, it, so there's an issue here. Here's something else. You voted for the mayor of Scottsdale, but yet Scottsdale saying, yeah, 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 you guys really are part of us. That's kind of a weird thing. That is weird. I didn't, I didn't really think about that. What, it, what we're hearing is, because we've reached out to Scottsdale, and what are they blaming? Maricopa County Board of yeah, Supervisors? Yeah, they're saying this isn't us. Well, okay, then why is he voting in your way? It's so weird. So... This is a Maricopa County thing. It is not a Scottsdale thing. Okay. So now we've got a a release to us, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, from... The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, is that correct? Yeah, this is from Thomas Galvin. He okay. is one of the uh, supervisors for Maricopa County. Basically, he starts by saying the city of Scottsdale and David Ortega, that's the mayor, uh, in particular, have an opportunity to be team players in assisting the people of Rio Verde foothills who rely on this hauled water to continue to receive water. Uh, he goes on to explain a few of the details in the proposal that they made, uh-huh. but at the end, there's this nugget. It is disappointing that David Ortega does not wish to be a part of the positive solution moving forward his callous words and stubbornness will hurt scottsdale wow wow so there's they're saying ah, no nice try dude not, this is all a you thing not us in maricopa county this is a scottsdale thing all right so we've reached out to the mayor of scottsdale wise man do we have anything back yet um nothing from the mayor no right. so that's the man that we need to talk to mayor ortega yeah uh so we've talked to a resident yep All right. Tomorrow, we're going to talk to another resident of Rio Verde. We're going to talk to a water expert. uh, And we hope to have the mayor of Scottsdale on because the way that I see it, everybody's pointing to the mayor of Scottsdale. Come plead your case. Yeah. And it's not just there are several people online. There are several other interviews I've seen and, and read where they all say it is one person who is at the heart of this. The mayor of Scottsdale. The mayor of Scottsdale. And the the thing, you can tell people, hey, we're going to, you know, in 10 years, we're going to shut your water off. All right, now it's eight years away. Hey, we're five years away. If I'm a resident of uh, Rio Verde Foothills, I still think, I'm still thinking they're going to figure something out. And it didn't, to me, so far, it doesn't seem like the mayor wanted to figure anything out. Or wasn't listening. And it sounds, look. 
How do you shut the We've water heard off there's on some people. personal issues here, okay. too, which we'll find out, I'm sure, in the next 24 hours. Is there a personal issue that's going on? I would have erred on the side of these guys may be serious, so we better do something. Yeah. Uh, and and there there is that. But I, I just... Shutting the water off on people, to me, is like shutting the air conditioner off anywhere in Arizona during the summer, which doesn't happen. Like APS, yeah, but if you gave they me won't a, do it. But if you gave me a 10-year notice that we're okay. going to shut the the that's, air conditioning off, and I, and I kept saying, no, you're not, no, okay. you're not, that's on me. But it's almost, it's almost. I'll give you another example. It's like being, it's like being, uh, 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 you know, back east, and it's it's 18 degrees out, and you shut the heat off on somebody. We're talking about shutting the water down on a place where there are over 1,000 homes that are going to be affected. And you don't try and figure and something like out? it's they can't get water. It's gotten more expensive, right? Because they can still have water hauled to them. Because be, some people are on wells, just like everybody three else. Three times as expensive. Yeah, what does they say? It's uh, three times as expensive yeah. for some people? So it's not like it's not available. But uh, again... We could sit back here and pretend that we know all. I would like to hear from the mayor and find out, is it, why exactly have you done this? Is it really because you guys aren't going to have uh, water anymore? If you guys don't do this, you have to make cuts somewhere. Right. Is that what it really is, or is there more to this story? All right. Hopefully the mayor of Scottsdale will come on with us, give him a fair shake. He can plead his case. But right now he looks like the bad guy who shut off the water in a, in a town. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like. Is that the case? Well, the mayor should come on and talk to us. We'll see. Coming up next. Coming up. Did you see this article? I've seen a lot of articles. My goodness. Someone thinks it's racist for the Arizona Cardinals to hire a white guy on MLK Day. Really? We'll talk about it next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we've got a podcast, uh, so don't miss any of the exciting action. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show Podcast. Subscribe right now. Your iPhone, your Android. Simple and easy. The Gatos and Chad Show Podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Uh, there was an opinion piece in the Arizona Republic, and I just think it's gross. I really do. It's about the Arizona Cardinals, and it talks about uh, Cardinals team president, Michael Bidwell. Uh, listen, if, if you don't know, the Cardinals have a new general manager. Remember Monty! St- yeah, Steve Kime is not the general manager anymore. He's going to try. I don't know if he's unhealthy or what have you. He's going to try and, and, and get his health back, but he's no longer the GM. You're right. Monty Ford is the new GM of the Arizona Cardinals. Here's what the op-ed said. Okay. Okay. Talking about Michael Bidwell. Uh, first, these guys just don't get it, do they? Uh, Michael Bidwell. Then he hires a little-known white guy. <sighs> the and the guy. news comes out on Martin Luther King Day. Because oh. th- that's what happened yesterday. And then the article's, come on, guys. Don't we still have pro-diversity messages on helmets and in end zones around the league? Has anyone been paying attention at all? So what uh, Greg Moore, Arizona Republic, is basically saying uh, is, here's the headline, Cardinals fumbled timing of announcement of new GM on MLK Day. Okay, so they, they hired so a white they're, guy. So they're insinuating that by hiring the white guy, that's throwing it in the face of all black people on Martin Luther King Day. Oh, it's a, it's a jab at the Cardinals and team president Michael Bidwell. And I think the, the, the white guy that they hired. Listen, I don't know who Monty Ossenfort is. What I do know is he's from, no nonsense. That's one thing. He, his, he comes from the New England Patriots. 
Uh, he was in Tennessee for a bit. And a lot of people around the league think this guy is really good, and the Cardinals hired him. But this is basically telling the Cardinals, you're, first of all, you're not allowed to hire a white person. And if you do, don't do it on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, If you would have hired him today and made the announcement, Maybe, well then, yeah, right. that would have been okay. But it insinuates the Cardinals have a problem with black people. And let me just say this. Does anybody remember General Manager Rod Graves and Head Coach Dennis Green? They were both... Running the organization, right? And they're both black. And by the way, that never, ever happened in NFL history before. The Arizona Cardinals were the first to have a black general manager and a black head coach at the same time. You can say what you want about the Cardinals and the Bidwells and what have you. Have they put good teams on the field? They put a couple good teams on the field. Not always. They're not consistent in that. Not even close to being consistent. But one thing they're not is a bunch of racists. Yeah. And I think it's really, you know, terrible to use the MLK holiday uh, as as a way to get your article out there and shame the Cardinals for hiring, quote, a little known white guy. Well, that's it, but that, that's what you do in the modern world that we live in is it's about clickbait. It's about and that that's part of the problem is us. Journalism is dead. Journalism now is how many shares do I get? How many likes do I get? How many uh, uh, views do I get? And saying, hey, who is this guy? You know, mm-hmm. let's go give us the who, what, when, how and why. It, it, that doesn't do it. But getting people and he's done it to talk about it because uh, you throw race out there, which is easy to do in today's right. world. You call everything racism and then see who looks see who looks but but it's like this writer just lobbed me a ball right over the middle of the yeah, plate absolutely and i hit it out of the park how from just telling you what the cardinals are all about how can you be how could you be an organization they had they've had two head coaches in the past since 2004 that were black and they'll say well they fired one after the first year let's be real well, Steve Wilkes well, was Steve not Wilkes good was not a good coach no he wasn't he wasn't prepared at the time and that was a hot mess of a team he also wasn't given a great team it was but a, he, he didn't maximize any of that no, stuff no he did not and he deserved to get fired and I like Steve Wilkes he's done a good job this year filling in Carolina he has he has I'm rooting for him but you know the Cardinals have hired black people before I hate to, I hate to say it to you at the Republic I guess, I don't know if you, if you didn't know that maybe you should look up your history a little bit they also went on to say that he may be the best person qualified for the job too he might so, be so wait a minute you would rather them hire somebody who's not qualified for the job based strictly on the skin color than somebody who is qualified for the job based on his skin color because that's exactly what Martin Luther King wanted. The Cardinals interviewed several people for general manager and several were African American. They're 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 talking to coaches. Guess what? They're going to talk to black coaches too. Brian Flores, who is suing the NFL based on race and discrimination, uh, is one of the people that this guy, I guess, is close with. He might get it. That might may be in the lead. Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. We know of four candidates currently for head coach for the Cardinals. Am I one of them? We know of four. Chad is not one of them, <laughs> unfortunately. Okay. Three of them are black. One of those men is also already in the organization, Vance Joseph. He's the defensive coordinator. He's black. And as Chad mentioned previously, Brian Flores is suing the NFL and by association, the Arizona Cardinals, for firing Steve Wilkes for racism. Right. While at the same time, interviewing to be their head coach. Yes. Yeah. But the question is, 
like, how do you go about, like, how hard is it to, to go and say, let's interview somebody who is already suing us for the league for racism? I think it says a lot about it. It does say a lot about it. Well, no, it can't be because they just hired a white guy on Martin Luther King Day. What? Oh, Good God. What if they hire him? Oh, my God. That's they're only doing it because he's black now. Yeah, yeah. I, I hated this article. But, you know, he has every right to write whatever he wants to say. Um, I just think his argument is horse crap. Look into the team uh, as a whole over the many years. Uh, and I think you see that, my goodness, they're the only team ever to have a black general manager and head coach at the same time. That's the Arizona Cardinals. But, oh, no. Just tell me what the rules are. We, you can't hire white guys on Martin Luther King Day? Is that the rule? Well, I mean, they're asking you not to. I, because of the thing. Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Uh, Coming up. Coming up next, we've got uh, Can You Get Sued for Not Going to Work? A bunch of lazy people out there. We'll talk about it next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Becky Lynn is coming up at 6 o'clock. Arizona's Evening News. Let's just put a a bow on uh, the Cardinals talk with, uh, well, they hired a white guy on MLK Day. And we had a guy from the Republic. Uh, put out this article that the Cardinals fumbled the timing of... That's right. They hired uh, a cracker. <laughs> the announcement. I can't believe they hired a cracker I can't on believe MLK it either. Day. Of all days, to hire a cracker. How do you hire a cracker on MLK That's Day? a cracker. Um, the Arizona Cardinals have a history of hiring African Americans, as I said before. They're the only team in the history of the NFL that at one time had a black coach and a black general manager. Okay. And this article, I just think is, I just think is, is terrible. Cardinals fumbled the timing of the announcement on new GM for MLK Day. Uh, they hired, as the, as the article says, a little known white guy. Boy, little known cracker. What, what would happen if a white guy were to write in an article, they hired a little known black guy? Well, that go out racism. Go well? And you remember, it's all about the color of your skin, not your capabilities or the content of the character mm. inside of you. Wise man, Steve Zinsmeister. You, want- got, uh, you looked one thing up about Michael Bidwell and you found what? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Richard, who pointed this out. And I had forgotten about this. Not only is Michael Bidwell a member of the NFL's Workplace Diversity Committee. But he won the Fritz Pollard Award, which is given out to an executive or team owner across the league who is recognized for their work in creating job opportunities and advocating for minority candidates. Yeah, he, he literally won an award for not being racist. He walks the walk. Oh, that's what you say. He walks the walk. And, and you can say what you want about the Cardinals, but he walks the walk. He hires, you know, who he thinks is the best. And, and at times they turn out to be African-American. And. I, I just think this article is, in this day and age, it's, how can I get my article out there? It's MLK Day, and oh my goodness, the Cardinals hired a white guy. Ah, totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, it, it makes for a talking, like a little talk place thing that everybody can argue over, and people now can, can sit there and debate these kind of things, and the NFL's had their issues, no doubt about that. But, you know, you look around, these guys want to win. He spent a lot of money. What were you just saying earlier, Steve? They gave up an opportunity to get even more draft picks by hiring somebody who was black. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the rules nowadays, you get extra draft capital if you give opportunities to minority candidates, yeah, in-house or otherwise. So in theory, if they had gone with a black general manager, they could have benefited in draft capital from that. And they chose not to do that. They just hired all 
all black, every you know, like coordinator, every everything, and they'll have fourteen thousand draft picks. But they went with They've the person done that they thought before, was the best. Yeah, too. I mean, I know, but it doesn't matter because Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich, Vance Joseph is their defensive coordinator. He he could be the next head coach. That's a possibility as well. Yeah, and I just it's a hit job. It's a hit job. You can hit the Cardinals on a whole lot of things, but and trust me, they deserve it. And they deserve never it. going to a game again. I'm never going to a game again unless this guy is truly no nonsense. <laughs> But to insinuate that Michael Bidwell, uh, you know, enjoyed like hiring a white man on MLK Day. Yeah, go, okay, tomorrow's MLK Day, so well, get the cracker as cracker we can find, and we'll make him our GM. You know, enough of the cracker thing. you got to bring the cracker. I know, I'm hungry. Hey, tell your wife, thanks for the oranges. Delicious. Yeah, my wife brought oranges in today. Okay. It's just, all right. Yeah, what a show. That was great. That was great. Becky Lynn's up next. We'll do another one tomorrow. <laughs>